All right, welcome to the first to last podcast. I'm Daddy. And I'm a cookie. And we have another great show lined up for you. But first, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. All right, and we're here today. We have a new get we have a new member of our crew joining us. It's Wolfman the Mailman. And Wolfman, why are you wearing sunglasses? My future's too goddamn bright. There you have it, folks. And today, this week's ep- uh, guest on today's episode is Albert. Albert, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Albert. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Fantastic. And thank you for uh, thank you for being a part of our our team here, uh, Wolf Mailman. Um, happy to have you. You're gonna come on in the midway toward the end of the episode, or uh, intermittently in between. Maybe a little sprinkle of Wolfman. We'll see. Um, Don't count on it. Very excited to have Albert on, uh, even though he blasphemed his face and shaved uh, before this episode, which is truly tragic because specifically this episode, we're going to have a very, very um, unique segment, and Albert ruined it. But before any of all that happens, uh, Daddy, why don't, you, why don't you dive right into Albert's psyche, and let's, uh, let's tear this guy apart in the best all right, way that's possible. Good. Yes. Um, well, Albert, um, well, thank you. Uh, let's kick it off with thank you for losing your game last year at the end to help me get into the playoffs. <laughs> because no without problem. you losing, I wouldn't have won the championship. So kudos to you. <laughs> I managed to lose the last three games of the season and completely blow it, but that's all right. Average Albert move, definitely. Right. <laughs> At least I wasn't so, in a Sacco Bowl this year, like Cookie. Actually, Cookie Sacco canceled. What's that? Sacco Sacco, yeah. I wear that as a badge of honor because of my reward this year. The shaving of that the suit. That's right. He's gonna be my canvas, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work my uh my magic on him. I'm an artiste. Man, buddy, did that cookie. ever happen? Did whatever happen? Shaving of Mooch. It's no, that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. Um, I think we're gonna do it. Um, I don't know if we've actually decided if it's pre-draft or post-draft, but it's gonna be great. Um, I think it and like be I said, in the episode, you think post? Yeah, I'm, I'm liking post. Hmm. I was thinking of like the end of the season with it, but you want to start the season with it. That works too, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yep. And there will be tasteful pictures, as promised. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just going to start it off with uh, our mainstay question here. Uh, other than Scott, because Scott's not in our league, who would you say is your uh, your rival, um, Albert? My rival would – oh, man. Um, I'd have to say Alex. Alex. Is Alex everyone's rival? I don't know. Well, you'd know if you were faithfully listening to our podcast episode, so you just added yourself. That hurts. Uh, yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's my rival because the, uh, well, the first season I was actually in the playoffs, I faced him and beat him. And then the last two years he beat me. So I don't know. Like, I remember his matchups the most. Yeah. You know, Alex is really strong. Um, he is very strong. You know, even though he's never won. Uh, he's never seen any of his professional teams when he just has this unbelievable strength. So I get that. Uh, but no, actually, Bad Connor has, uh, I think, racked up the most rivalries uh, in our league. Really? Yeah, I think he's got two so far. 
That is true. Yeah, yeah that's a big, <laughs> a big part of it. Um, so a little background before we uh, uh, continue with this. Dad Connor, uh, as he will forever be known, was supposed to be our next guest um, on this podcast. He uh, he he pulled a fast fast one on uh, Daddy and I. Um, kind of just led us along for like two weeks. That's why there was this little hiatus on the show. He's a real bastard. Um, too important. Doesn't even listen to his own podcast. What a nerd, right? Doesn't know how to download a podcast. Apparently, uh, uh, he got, got catfished by a by a bad Connor for sure. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, hope to have uh, good Connor on actually next Sunday, right, Daddy? That's the next time uh, you, you're good to record. Is it next Sunday or was that Connor Dowd? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, good, good Connor. Connor. Yeah. Good Connor. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, yep. Yeah, next Sunday. Yeah. So is bad Connor banned from uh, the pod? Oh yeah, he's not allowed on. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Commissioner Mooch said he was docking his draft pick too. That is also happening. His yeah. tenth round pick, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, why should we even dock a pick from him? Is he's already bad enough at fantasy? It's just like there's. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done once. I think. Yeah, and I beat him. Last and year was his first time in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And he's a beach rider for the Jets, so. Yeah. He's, he thinks he knows football, but I guess he doesn't. He's the worst. He knows um, real. He knows real football, not fantasy football, I guess. Right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so is that is it deep rooted with Alex, or is it just because of those those uh those big um meetings? Honestly, it's just mainly because I beat him in the playoffs. The first what was it the first year I was in the league, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Since then, he was like, that's you know, the main dude. I always look up going up against and everything right there's really no you know reasoning behind it other than i just want to be alex <laughs> that's Understood. pretty much it and understandable i mean you know uh, albert i want to prove our... that i'm just as strong <laughs> well that's impossible i mean that's a, it's yeah, a lofty right. goal but it's, it's, it's not be crazy um what was i going to say oh uh we have our as you know we have our uh fantasy league text chat and um you're pretty much not, not there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you come in you come in hard when you come. You'll like say you'll drop a bomb and then just evaporate into the, the hedges like uh like Homer Simpson. Um I kind of imagine that's the caliber of shit talk that you bring to your rivalry. Uh please tell me I'm right. Uh you must you must come really hard at Alex. Uh I do come pretty hard. Uh yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, not much shit talking, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try not to. I there's only very rarely times I talk shit, but I never ever feel comfortable enough because usually the time I talk shit is the time I lose every time. Yeah, yeah I just do it after. Record since being in the league, I'm pretty sure I'm like ten and thirty. So shit talking is <laughs> not you know something I feel comfortable doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. I probably have, have the I'm pretty sure I have the second worst record behind, or just ahead of Connor Dowd. I'm pretty sure. Since yeah, we, I started playing in the league, so. That's not good. That's not, not, good. Much shit, not much shit talking coming from me. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into this uh, next question. I guess let's get inside of uh what do you what are your t- position targets that you're going for this year i guess which 
uh, position do you like to have extra depth at? Um, I'll be, uh, be it uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. What's something that you like to have an excess of position of? I'd say uh, running back. Um, I mean, because they get hurt a lot. So if you have extra, you know, an extra one or two on your bench that are, you know, that are decent, uh, you know, that'll help out. And I, you know, there's usually quite a good amount of receivers. Um, like last year, I think I had DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and I drafted them late. So I like to try to get running backs early and as many as you can early. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year I drafted Todd Gurley, which is a mistake, but, uh, but who yeah, you should run, I would say running back, running backs, definitely, uh, the position I go for. Yeah, it seems that everybody goes for running back, and I don't blame them because that's my strategy too. I think that just – I mean, usually running back positions are locked in, but a wide receiver changes on a week weekly basis, and injuries happen, and they have usually carrying five of them on a team, so anything can really happen. And, I mean, DJ Chark was nothing last year. I didn't even think anybody even drafted him last year, and he was the seventh-best wide receiver by the end of the year. So, I mean – Was he a rookie or second year? Second year. Second yes. year? Almost positive. So he did nothing his first year, I guess? He might just not have, uh, you know, Played. been a starter. Yeah, he might have yep. just been a, you know, second team. I mean, they did have um, more Keith Lee and a bunch of people on their team. Uh, that's true. They did have a stacked receiving court yeah. two years ago. So. Uh, you mentioned Terry McLaurin. Is that going to be your keeper? I'm, between him and DK, um, I might keep McLaurin because DK Metcalf, they have um, the hell's it, uh, Lockett, mm-hmm. and um, I think they're thinking about picking up uh, Antonio Brown, so I'd rather have rumors. probably the number one receiver on the, you know, on a team than, you know, second or third uh, option. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about it because I have um, – Travis Kelsey, too, who was my keeper last year. So I think he would dock me a third-round pick, which to me is still worth it for, uh, for Kelsey. So oh, I'm still thinking yeah, about 100%. it. You got Kelsey yeah. in the fourth two years ago? I think I got him fifth two what? years ago. <laughs> Kelsey yeah. was a fifth-rounder? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I would, t- I would keep Kelsey if I were you. Just because there's, there's just not much tight end depth in the league like yeah. maybe five really good tight ends and then after that it's a huge drop off so yeah it's true i agree and he's the number one tight end that. so or number we two should, i guess you should most certainly keep kelsey so that frees up terry mclaurin um not saying <laughs> that for you know any anything on my end just yeah for your best interest definitely keep kelsey yeah. for sure for sure oh yeah <laughs> well you would rather have mclaurin over dk yes why? Yes. Same thing that I said. He's a number one receiver. Number one receiver. He almost hit a thousand yards last year with both Case Keenum and uh, Haskins. Um, he would have hit a thousand if he. I think he got hurt the last couple. Yeah, of I think games. he was out of one game. Yeah, a game yeah. or two. Uh, he just had a, a almost historic rookie year with a real bad quarterback. Um, yeah, Haskins is butt cheeks. Yeah, but he he got better the last couple games. I think he had like he did, yeah, six of his seven touchdowns in the last three games or something like that. He Uh, did play the Giants one of those last couple games, so 
but that's another That'll... that's another uh, chip in in McLaurin's favor. He gets to play the terrible Eagles twice, the terrible Cowboys defense twice, and the terrible Giants defense twice. And now um, he's gonna have Darius Slay locked up on. He's gonna have Darius Slay locked up on him now. So yeah, but what did he do him. against? What did he do against Gilmore? The best uh, the best cornerback in the league. He torched him. I don't remember that game. Did he? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he. I think he got eleven points. So it's pretty damn good against the best corner with Dwayne Hoskins. So I, yeah, I think I think McLaurin's a beast. I think um, he's good. Yeah, but you should definitely keep Kelsey. All that aside. Um, <laughs> I probably will, even though you're telling me kind of not to, but you're telling me to, but then not to, but I'm, I'm thinking no, no, I'm you, keep him. You, you're hearing what I'm saying, and that's how you should interpret it. I'm going to pick him, and I'm going to pick Kittle in the first round so no one gets any tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad strategy. I punt nah. the tight end, so that doesn't hurt me none. I'm a tight I'm end punter. I'm, I'm thinking about taking a tight end in the on the wraparound of my picks, to be honest, depending on how Who the first uh, last year. Do you guys know? I don't remember. I have no I had the Wallace. Dude, the I think Wallace I had Big great. Montana. I had Big yeah. Montana do Will Disley, and then he, like, completely shattered his leg. Again. Again, yeah. Not just, <laughs> not once, but twice. Oh, did we lose Albert? Albert, you there? Uh-oh. What a, cla- what a classic Albert move. Oh, Albert, 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 my sweet boy. All right, well, that was Albert, everybody. Um, maybe he'll jump back in, but let's uh, let's not that slow us down. Um, well, hold on a minute. Go ahead, I think you. I think you had mentioned previously that you wanted to have a discussion, something about facial hair, a fantastic right. facial hair discussion. Albert lost his facial hair, so it's only fair that he's not here for that discussion. He lost his facial hair. He therefore loses his voice. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I, throughout this uh, episode so far, our distinguished producer Nick, um, with I think some assistance from our our new uh, Wolf Mailman, have been adding pictures uh, in our chat of beautiful, beautiful facial hair uh, around the NFL, uh, with a very flattering uh, screenshot. Thank you, Scott. Um, yeah, so let's. Uh, and I let's googled. I googled best beards in football, and I got a lot of soccer pictures, and I'm mad. <laughs> I guess you got it specified there, dude. I got um, hosed. <laughs> oh my god! There are some good ones, so, dude. I love Gardner Minshew's facial hair. Dude. That one's that one's tops. Did you see his uh, photo shoot they did? Absolutely, I saw that photo shoot. Oh my god, dude! I would loved it with the with the smooth down of the mustache. I was all in on it. I was all Can in. You guys on hear it. me? He's back. Oh, he's back. Oh, he is risen. <laughs> oh, Three days in the, but his in facial the hair isn't back though. <laughs> Hold on, it just disconnected again. Dear Lord, <laughs> too late to get Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's probably golfing or something. <laughs> <laughs> or not oh, clutching in Warzone. Here again. We can hear you, Robert. You can yeah, hear, we can hear right. Yeah. Is this yeah, part just, getting just... cut? I'm assuming this part's getting <laughs> cut. I hope not. This is pretty funny. Well, Next, then cut that part. <laughs> okay. All right. Back. So, um, That's that. This is great, this is great radio. This is great radio. 
before we thought we lost you forever, Albert, we decided to um, start the, the facial hair segment. So, um, yeah, Daddy, since this is your idea, why don't you, uh, why don't you bring us in? All right. Uh, well, well, first off, I want to ask you before we get all in. We have a picture of Jason Kelsey here, but my favorite team is the Birds. Wolfman, the mailman's favorite team is the Birds. birds. Our producer, not Nick Wright, is a fan of the Birds. What is your favorite team and and why? I'm a Giants fan. Oh, uh, so pretty much, yeah, everyone hates me. Um, uh, mainly because my parents both grew up in North Jersey, and those were the, or that was the team they rooted for. So, kind of just ended up jumping on that, uh, that bandwagon. Um, I was actually a Panthers fan right when they came out for maybe like two or three years, realized they were trash and went to root for the Giants. So. <laughs> fair enough. Very fair nice. enough. <laughs> How are you Daddy a fan, Cook? I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of the, the Steel Birds. So. Not the real birds, the Steel Birds. Steel Birds. The better birds. The more durable. Uh, 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 maybe. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> they have the same number of Super Bowls, so. That's right. <laughs> that is right. Is more Jets. recent. Yeah, the Jets was 50 years ago, but. <laughs> That's, a, you know, semantics. Something I Something I don't get is why did they call it Super Bowl 52 if it was the only one that ever happened? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> All their Super Bowls were a joke until the Eagles won. Super Bowl. <laughs> test run. <laughs> yeah, the Giants. How do you feel about, uh, what's his name, Daniel Jones? The future. I, I liked his first year. Uh, he had good games, and then he had some really terrible games, but... His numbers were good for a rookie. Most of the team was hurt all year. Uh, Barkley was, you know, he was out, I think it was week three. Um, came back week seven, but he definitely wasn't the same player. So I think with him right. fully healthy, hopefully Evan Ingram can stay healthy, though he's pretty much missed 16 games, I think it is, the last two years. Yeah, but, it's not um, happening. Yeah. Um, Poor bastard. I think it's his fifth year, and he... He's really good. He just can't stay on the field. But um, yeah, he's like real thin. He's too tiny then, for a tight end. They have uh, Darius Slayton, who was pretty pretty awesome last year. So I, you know, I think I'm I'm liking the direction of the team. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's got he's got a good chance of being top fifteen quarterback this year. I think top fifteen fantasy. Oh, we have fantasy wise, obviously. Oh, of course, yes, yeah. yeah. Let's do a let's do a team based uh, fantasy, um, this or that, if you will, between your three uh, wide receivers. Who who do you prefer for fantasy? Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, or Sterling Shepard? Uh, that's I mean that's a tough one because I think they're all going to be targeted probably equally, but mm-hmm. I think Darius Slayton's more of a touchdown kind of a player, so I would probably go with Slayton, and I think they're going to try to target him probably a little bit more this year. Golden Tate's kind of on the older side now. I think he's 33. So yeah, and but Shepherd, he got the money. Yeah, and Shepard's another one who gets hurt a lot. So I'd probably go Slayton, uh, probably one. I would probably go Tate, two, and then I would go uh, Shepard, three, probably. Just because Shepard's health. 
I don't have the ADP on the top of my head, but I think all three of them are pretty much going um, near each other. So it's uh, it really is. Uh, well, I would say with the exception of Shepard, I think between Slayton and, and Tate, if you want the safer, more consistent wide receiver with with Tate, because he's I think he's going to get the majority of targets because they pay him uh, the money. Uh, and he did Slayton, well last year. Um, yeah, I mean, he, no, he spent the first four games, but I think he was on pace. Or, you know, with the last 12, I think he was on pace for over 1,000 uh, receiving yards and nine touchdowns still. So, yeah, that's pretty solid production. And can we talk about that suspension, how garbage that was? Yeah, it was Wasn't so it some lame. kind of fertility drug that he took or something like that? And... Exactly. He accidentally ingested a steroid from something that has nothing to do with uh, uh, performance enhancement, realized it. And then notified the NFL all on his own, and they suspended him for it. He did everything right, and they still punished him. I'm Five wondering, like, games. Yeah. If they or could have suspended four, him, like, two games. Yeah, it was four games. It was, like, a regular PED uh, yeah. suspension. It's absurd. But you'd think they could have lowered it to two. You know, like, I don't know, four games. It's kind of a lot for for that. Especially if they know that, like, the steroid was in that kind of um, – you know, fertility drug or whatever the heck he took. It mm-hmm. just seemed kind of bogus, but yeah, yeah. we were terrible. He did anyway. try to appeal to it's a trash move. Yeah, I yeah, he tried to appeal it too, and I was like, yeah, that's definitely gonna get knocked down after he like explained it to everybody, and then they were still like, nope, four games. So I was like, this is ridiculous, and I mean, that's why the NFL gets criticism that it does. It treats some things that people tell the truth and aren't a big deal. They punish and over punish and then there's other times where they should go over and and put and bring down the hammer and they don't really do anything yeah mm-hmm. so but yeah i think a lot of the stuff that i've been reading on daniel jones they were saying he is gonna take a big leap i know a lot of people have them on an up-and-coming uh quarterback i mean he did run a lot last year and he used his legs and Again, Slayton popped on the scene. If and Ingram and Shepard can stay healthy, they could have a they could have a dangerous team. And obviously, Saquon Barkley. So, yeah, I don't think their offense will be the their offense won't be the problem. It's their defense. Their defense is just absolute trash. I think yeah, they were twenty ninth in the league last year. I mean, that's just pretty bad. Yeah. So don't draft them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and and lest we forget that Daniel Jones had 18 fumbles last year, which um, is the fifth highest it. mark in NFL history. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and they, people want to blame the offensive line, but I think he held onto the ball in a lot of those cases just too long. Um, right. And hopefully that'll change with him, you know, another year under his belt. Um, they have a new offensive coordinator this year, Jason Garrett. Uh so I don't know. It depends Jason on how quickly Garrett. he picks up the offense, but I was pretty happy with that. Uh, the Garrett pickup, actually. Uh, you know, once uh, he got there, Romo, his numbers went up. He was good with Dak. Um, and I know people were giving him trash for being a bad, you know, a bad head coach, but they were winning, and their offense was always really good. So I'm pr- I'm pretty excited that they uh, they picked up Jason Garrett. See, I actually see the opposite. Um, Coach Clapper. Uh, <laughs> opposite take there. Gap was okay under Garrett, but when um, – damn, I'm forgetting his name. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, thank you. 
when Kellen Moore took over, that's when Dak actually started dropping bombs. And I think he threw over 5,000 yards last year, right? Yeah. I think they um, also had better players, too, because Gallup, that was his second year uh, last year. Um, yeah. You know, Smart they had too, Cooper right? the whole season. Uh, did Elliot take – Elliot was still – I mean, he's still really good, but he kind of took a slight yeah. step back from what he was. But, yeah, I just think yeah, their he players – he just, he just didn't have the, the crazy um, touchdown numbers. Yeah. And yeah. then Randall Cobb even was, uh, you know, pretty good for them, so – I think yeah. they just had better players last year than in, in years past. Not that their, you know, their talent level wasn't that good previous years, but Gallup, I think, is going to be uh, another like a thousand yard receiver, um, probably eight touchdowns, similar to his last yeah. his numbers last year. So. And who did they just pick up, Daddy? CD Lamb. Oh, CD Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just. <laughs> was that a player the Eagles were looking to get? I can't remember. Yeah, well, yeah. we made out with Jalen Rager, so. so. <laughs> I don't like to remember that. I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> what are your Producer thoughts on Jalen Rager? Uh, not good, I guess. In the chat. Well, I mean, C.D. Lamb, I think, is better than Jalen Rager. And I didn't think – I mean, really, when I saw C.D. Lamb dropping, I was just like, oh, I didn't think he was going to get that far. I thought – because every year they're like – I mean, the one year they were saying the Eagles were going to get Corey Davis, and by this, the fifth pick, the Titans had already taken Corey Davis, and all the good receivers were already off the board. So I was just assuming, again, every – I mean, they always they always have these projections and everything, and they go all year, and they say, this is who's going to go. They usually get, like, the first two picks right, and then from there it's a crapshoot. Anything happens. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky went, what, second overall – what a bad pick. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> he went ahead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, it's things like that. <laughs> they should have fired their GM, like, right after Mahomes won the Super Bowl. Like, I just feel like you're gone. Like, I don't care if it sets our team back. Like, you're just terrible. <laughs> Look what you've – do you see what you've done? <laughs> I mean, they still have good players surrounding Trubisky, too. It's just that quarterback is just not good. You think Nick, uh, Nick Foles will uh, win the starting job? I think so. I if don't know. I don't know by training camp. I think they're going to let Trubisky play like four games, and depending on how he does there, if they're on four, he's done. Like I don't th- unless they're three and one or four now. I think that they'll go to Nick Foles because I think Nick Foles. I mean, you saw what they did with Chase Daniel. They were decent. I mean, he moved the ball. Although when they had Trubisky, they weren't moving the ball at all. So I mean. Nick Foles, that's one thing that he does. He plays inside the offense, and they have great talent around him. I mean, I'm trying to think. They have Allen Robinson. Um, they had Trey Anthony Burton, Miller. who was with him. Anthony Miller. Uh, who's the other? Uh, Taylor Gabriel. That was the guy who I was thinking of. He's got a lot of speed. So I think that Nick Foles can succeed with them, and I think he can, he can do good things with them. Just got to stay and they have a great And they have a great defense, too. And they have a mm-hmm. great – like a phenomenal defense. So – I mean, if those they have is a decent quarterback, uh, they could be dangerous. Yeah, a lot yeah. of critics have them like finishing like six and ten. I'm like, their defense is way too good to finish with just six wins. Even with Trubisky last year and how bad he was playing, they still went eight and eight. So yeah. if they put Nick Foles in, I could see them winning 10, 11 games easily. Yeah, Maggie Packers also has didn't to stop being cute with the uh, with the offensive schemes. He just needs to let Montgomery run. Yeah, you're not trying to do yeah, these, these, you know, overthought plays. Just let him go north south. Yeah, um, and throw him the ball because he's he's got that skill set. 
Yeah. And Foles won't make too many mistakes either. Um, yeah. So I think that that'll bode well. He could just be a game manager, which I think is what he's what he's good at is game managing. I don't see him mm-hmm. other than that crazy playoff run that he had. Um, I don't really see him taking over many games. But if he, he has that defense um, and he can minimize the mistakes, I think they'll be pretty good. Yeah, Packers didn't really. I didn't see them really jump up too high and. In my eyes, I mean, they drafted another running back and a, and a quarterback, so I don't know what they were really thinking of doing. Unless they're <laughs> really trying to to like brain ninja Aaron Rodgers into you know Being going better off. than he is. Yeah, yeah. But... He's clearly on the decline. <laughs> I think. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't pick him at all this year in fantasy. I, I just think he's gonna. I mean, even though he probably, uh, with Love being there, um, has more motivation this year now. But I, I just I don't see with the receivers they have other you know other than Adams, obviously. Um, like who's their number two? Alan Lazard. Like, really? yeah. Like that's, <laughs> so, that's terrible. Albert, you're you're officially saying Rogers is off your draft board. Off my draft board. I went. I wouldn't touch him. All right, that you heard it here first, guys. Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a bounce back year this year. He's gonna lead you guys, whoever drafts him, to you know fantasy championship. Albert's against him. He's gonna do great. So <laughs> yeah, do the opposite of what I say. You'll take you'll that make the to the bank. And... But yeah, really, I don't see him being. I mean, at least not like a top ten quarterback. So like, I, I just don't think he's worth even drafting. Someone will though. I don't know, man. I don't know. He, if they, again, if they let him throw the ball, same thing with Russell Wilson. If you let these really talented quarterbacks throw the ball a lot of times, look what happened to Dak Prescott. He's not even close to what Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers are, but he was able to dominate for fantasy. If you give them the ball, they'll they'll make it work. And if Devontae Adams stays healthy, he's got Aaron Jones who's a freak. If he stays healthy, he could, you know, they can they can make uh that offense work with what they got, even if it's just the two the two studs. Um I think yeah. too, because Aaron they, they have Aaron Jones. I'm pretty sure who's their who's their coach again? I can't remember his name. But um the hell's his name? He's a nerd. Lafleur, yeah, Lafleur, yeah, yeah, Lafleur. Um, Peter Lafleur. Yeah, he he likes to run the ball more than uh than I believe McCarthy did because Jones last year he touched the ball a lot. Um, he's my number one fantasy player for sure last year, but um, I I just don't I don't see him. He's not going to be getting any better, that's for sure, uh, Rodgers. And if they run the ball with Jones, which I think is what you know they really should do because his yards per carry is insane. Um, yeah, I just I don't see him being a top ten quarterback this year, especially with other options who can run the ball. Um, yeah. Not and Rodgers is older now, so he's not going to be running it as much. He won't get the the points there. So I, I just don't see it even being worth. A draft pick. As we're talking about this, bold statement for me, I would draft Cam Newton over Aaron Rodgers this year. You going to? No. I mean, I don't know. We'll see how the draft works out. But he's not going to be my starter, but to be my backup quarterback, yeah, I would draft Newton to be my backup 
depending on where my starting quarterback get, I have a lot of options to to figure out. But I would rank Newton higher than than Aaron Rodgers in my book. I think what the Patriots could do with all that stuff, with all the running options, I think that Newton's probably going to get six or seven rushing touchdowns. I think that they'll just load up the line. They drafted two tight ends this year. I think they'll just load the box once they get down inside the five and and run the options. They'll have Sony Michelle. They'll have Damian Harris, I believe, is the other running back, too. I mean, they have so many options. I think it's going to be really uh, dink and dunk offense and just four yards, five yards, just – all day just working it down the field a lot of time of possession and i think that newton's just gonna run the ball in and then just plow it in i might be mistaken but i think michelle got hurt again or he's due for another surgery uh did i didn't see anything i know that he got uh surgery this offseason i think it's a liz frank so that's that yeah that's that bone issue with the blood flow and and everything else on jeffrey i believe has also has the he has the same surgery. He's not going to be on. He's not going to be yeah. coming back. I think till like week ten or something. But I'm never drafting drafting Sony Michelle ever again. Oh no, I did it last year, and I was like, nope, it's I'm never going to. I talked <laughs> myself into it, and I was like, right. oh, I'm going to get this guy and thing, and I was like, this is just terrible. Just mm-hmm. watching him, he'll run for 90 yards. He won't get a touchdown, and then there'll be a game where he runs for 30 yards, three touchdowns, and mm-hmm. I just I always talk myself into like i'm not going to draft a patriots running back and then i'm sitting there in like the seventh eighth round and i'm like oh my god i can steal stony michelle here and it's not a steal because he doesn't do anything i just i'm going to make it a new rule for myself if a running back has um degenerative knees and zero cartilage in them i'm just not going to bother yeah i made that mistake last year with Gurley. even though Gurley he had a lot of (laughs) touchdowns but was not worth a second round or no did i draft him in the first round I think I drafted oof. him in the first round. Big oof. I went him oof. and then uh, Jones, Aaron Jones, which was a good yeah. – uh, that was a good pick. Yeah. yeah, Jones had a ridiculous year. No way he's repeating that, though. <laughs> no, I, I don't see New it. Because most of his points were coming from the touchdowns. So I don't see him repeating – right. I forget how many he had. He had double-digit touchdowns. I don't see it. see him getting that many again. All right, well, before uh, Nick sends me a, a life-threatening text message, um, let's try to shepherd this uh, in a little bit. Let's let's go right into the, the facial hair segment, and then let's, let's uh, finish it up with the mailbag. Yes. All right. So, Albert, who is, uh, who is a football player that you think has one of the best facial hairs? I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers' facial hair, actually. Um... I like that he changes it up. He, he'll just go straight mustache. Uh, he'll do the uh, Fu Manchu. He goes beard. He's uh, kind of all over the place, um, which I like, switching it up. Um, and then, obviously, there's Gardner Minshew. I mean, oh, what can man. you say? It just exudes confidence with the, the, the stash and uh, patch. Um, yeah, Gardner's if amazing. Want, if you want to go straight beard, I would have to say – um, Jason Kelsey. I don't know if he still has the beard or not, but his is pretty epic. And then uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, yeah, that <laughs> beard's just phenomenal. So, Abra, I don't think we asked you to name every player in the league that has a beard. Um, thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> I couldn't pick just one. There's just so many great, uh, great options. 
That is true. That really is. My personal favorite is uh, Nick Mangold. I just thought he looked like a Viking with that long orange beard that he had. I was just like, man, that guy, he looks like he could be pillaging villages. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I am so sad that we can never do anything for that man by way of uh, championships. We got him to the, the AFC championship back-to-back years, but that man deserved to, to win a to win a uh, Super Bowl. Probably yeah. the best center we've ever had. Um, yeah. Back to Gardner, though. There was a story uh, or a rumor that he, in the locker room before games, stretches his, in only his jock strap. <laughs> yes. Which is incredible. And just adds to the mystique uh, of that beautiful man. He's just so I mean, He seems like a guy who would. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and when man. he came off the plane with that like 1970s garb and the reflective T-shirt. Oh yeah, that was uh, awesome. Uh, so good. I almost bought myself that same outfit. <laughs> I can't pull it off like in there. You got to grow the uh, mustache out and go out in that suit. Yeah, I can't really grow facial hair, so it's not for me. Not in the cards. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's horrible not being baby faced. Wish I could at least have the option to grow a beard, but I guess it's nice shaving once a week. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to, I'm going to break that into two categories. Mustache, Gardner Minshew, hands down. Um, pure yeah. beard, it's got to be my man, Ryan Fitzmagic. Um, I don't even care what team he's on. He used to be a Jet. He had a, he had a great year with us. I am happy wherever he goes. I root for him, even if it's uh, in division, which it is. Um, I love that man. He is a delight to watch, and his beard's epic. So those are my two picks. Oh yeah, I have to agree with you with Gardner on the on the mustache, but also uh, Brett Keisel or Keisel Keisel on the Steelers. Oh Steelers, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has a great one too. That one, I'm just like, damn, I love seeing. I love seeing big beards, especially when it's cold. You see the breath coming out. You see that big beard hanging out of the chin strap. I love it. Mm-hmm. If I could interject for a moment. Please do. Just the fact that Albert listed Jason Kelsey over Ryan Fitzmagic shows that Albert is a closeted Eagles fan because nobody would make that pick. I'm an Eagles fan. I would tell Albert <laughs> to get out of here with crazy ideas. Ryan Fitzmagic went to Miami. He looks like the, the, the mascot for tantric sex. He looks like a cocaine sex pirate. That man <laughs> is just – Oh, a band? The – yeah, he, he created the name for Cooking Eyes Band. It's just, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Yeah, uh, uh, our, our thousands of listeners out there, that is trademarked already, so don't try to steal it. Um, Cocaine yes. Sex Pirates is our our band. I wrote, Can't I wrote have it. it. I wrote it on a piece of paper and put a C next to it, so that means it's trademarked. With a, a C in a circle. <laughs> we get locked in. I got to put a circle on that. <laughs> um, all right, so that was uh, – we, maybe we'll bring that back at a later date um, or just, uh, you know, ask our guests. Anyway, uh, let's let's uh, let's bring in the heat. Um, the reason we have um, Wolf uh, uh, Mailman here today and for the end of time, because this podcast will never die. He's going to read our, our mailbag question. And um, we specifically set this up so that daddy uh, has no prior knowledge of these questions, because the last time. When he just laughed his ass off, it was too genuine and and beautiful that we're gonna try to recreate that every time. 
So, um, Wolfman, why don't you why don't you start us off? Let's right, get right. Mailbag. So originally I broke into here so I could steal from you guys, but I guess I will just read you your mail since you were here in the first place. <laughs> so, all right. So the first one's coming in from uh, Scott Price Jr. Again, I believe he wrote you guys last week or last time. I don't know how many weeks it's been. Uh, thank you, Connor. Yeah, anyway, yeah, um, it's bad, Connor. Bad, Connor. Bad, Connor. Thank. I'm sorry. Sorry to good Connor. Thank you, yes. bad Connor. Anyway. <laughs> Scott Price Jr. writing in. Hey guys, long time listener, first time listener. What is the best slash worst freakout you've seen a league member have over a week not going their way? And why is the answer Rulon during the uh, goddamn hillbilly freakout? Love the pod, go birds. P.S. It is year of the cookie. Hashtag year of the cookie. <laughs> Excellent question, uh, Scott Price Jr. Thank you for writing in. Um, yeah, I, I personally have not witnessed anything more horrific. In uh, it, it's a, it was a slight against civilization and society, good society. What Rulon uh, did to that poor man, Andrew Luck. Um, and for those that don't know the story. Um, I used to live with with Alex and Rulon in uh, in Mount Laurel. Shout out to the Mount. No one calls it that. Um, we were watching the game, and Andrew Luck started throwing quite a few picks. Um, Rulon was not pleased, so much so that he uh, called him a goddamn hillbilly, which is true. He is. He had, he's probably still has a flip phone, but uh, it, it got bad. He started like stomping around and and just screaming at the television. And this is like, I think it was a, a one o'clock game and he just stormed upstairs and like stayed up there for the rest of the day. He's like, I'm going to bed. I can't do this shit anymore. Andrew Luck winds up like throwing for almost 500 yards and throwing like six touchdowns, something ridiculous. And he winds up having a great week in fantasy. To this day, Rulon still hates him because he started the <laughs> game off poorly. It is it's such a ridiculous uh story but you know that's that's real and that's why we love him um do you have a do you have a different freak out story daddy uh no i've heard i've heard of that one but by far that was one that i've heard i haven't really been with anybody watching um watching any of the games and freaking out um there were times where i was freaking out but i never broke anything or, or called anybody a hillbilly <laughs> um goddamn hillbilly <laughs> <laughs> but there was times where I lost, like, one team was having, was having a terrible week, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy put up 75 points. All I needed to do was have two people put up 15 points, and they put up 13 points. I lost, like, 75 to 72, and I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even deserve to be in the playoffs because I lost by, like, three points. I didn't even get – I was pissed, but didn't call anybody Hail Pilly or good to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Rulon has like the top ten freakouts, and we've only really witnessed one major one. But I'm sure he's like, in the, he's got to be top ten on like just one, two, three, four, five, all the way through. Absolutely. I only had one freakout, I would say, and this wasn't even during a game, but um, what, this was I think two years ago, I guess. It was uh, Deshaun Watson's uh, rookie year, so I had Watson and uh, Drew Brees. So I ended up trading Drew Brees to Alex for uh, Adrian Peterson. Literally an hour later, Deshaun Watson tears, I guess it was his ACL. Oh, uh, I remember that. So yeah, I was, I was cursing and yeah, a little pissed off at that. 
Um, so then <laughs> I ended up with like a- Andy Dalton as my starting quarterback. The uh, Red Rifle, nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that was uh, probably the angriest I've been in fantasy. <laughs> I actually Going. do have a story where I was mad. I actually uh, threw my phone. It was the year Santonio Holmes was on the Jets, and he caught a pass towards ACL, and he threw the ball down, and that was a fumble, and I wound up losing by, like, 1.2 points because if he just literally towards ACL and fell down on the ground, I would have won, but he <laughs> threw the ball down, and I lost, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? All he had to do was just get out. Of- he was, like, already by the sideline, too. It wasn't just, like, he was in the middle of the field and did it. He, like, I didn't even know what he was doing. That lost me the game. That's awful. I don't even remember oh that play. God. Oh, it was terrible. I remember it vividly. I was like, damn, dude. Like, you just you could have just fallen out of bounds. Like, literally all he had to do was just fall forward. He didn't have to take another step. He could have just leaned forward and fell out of bounds. It's awful. <laughs> uh, th- thank you again for the uh, endorsement uh, and support for the hashtag year of the cookie. Um, SPJ. This is the year. I'm, I'm bringing it home this year. From from worst to, to first, baby. All right, let's uh let's move on to the next one. What do you got, Wolf Mailman? Uh, did we lose our mailman? <laughs> I think we lost him. His his mouth is moving, but we're not hearing anything. Oh, is it working now? <laughs> it's working. Yes, yeah. Oh, I forgot which direction my microphone is in. <laughs> anyway, um, so let me just take a look through the old bag. All right, good. Got one. This one comes from uh, I Love Dudes sixty nine. Uh, I think you guys have heard from this man before. I, I remember the, uh, the the mailing address. Hey, my strong hus- hunky hosts. I appreciate the shout out in your latest episode. I got so carried away with how 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 hot Albert was. I forgot to ask a question. Anyway, who would your number one pick in fantasy be besides CMC if you had the first pick overall? Also, AJ Brown is a trash keeper. The Titans and Ryan Tannehill will come back down to earth and will miss the playoffs. They're the Jaguars of a few years ago. Love the pod. Stay hot. And my boyfriend and I will continue to listen. XO. 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 Otherwise known as hugs, kisses, hugs, kisses, hugs, kisses, hug. Signed, <laughs> I love dudes, 69. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's going a lot going on there. So I say we frame this question in, um, in our Keeper League. Uh, since that's what we have, if I, it's obviously we don't know, but you can kind of assume the the big the big boys are not going to be available like last year. It's a freaking barren wasteland. Um, but since I was the worst last year, I get the first pick, and there is no shot. Uh, I am not taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, I'm coming out, boys. This is my big uh my moment. You're not getting them. Sorry, guys. I'm locking them in. You're taking him that early? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course I am. Whew, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's that, I mean, hey, if it works out, it works out. But I would not do that. I don't I think you guys truly remember how how awful the first round of of picks were because of the keepers. There was there was no all the studs were were gone. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that's why I yeah, but I think Aaron early. Jones. There was a couple people. I mean, Aaron Jones was still there. I would take Aaron Jones with everybody gone because I. You had him out last year, right, Albert? Yeah, second round. Yeah, I would take Aaron Jones. Well, because we're not allowed to keep first rounders, right? I don't remember what we voted on. I'm gonna be straight. I thought it was you could take first rounders, but it, I guess it counts as your first round pick, and then after this year, you can't keep them again. 
I thought yeah, that's yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, so I would do I would say Aaron Jones, I would say. That would be mine. Uh I think that he gets a lot of volume. Um I know that they did draft uh Austin Dill or AJ Dillon from Boston College, but I live really like Aaron Jones. He I mean, they throw the ball to him now, which is great. And I mean, against Dallas, I think he's rushed for three or four touchdowns. So I really, I would pick Aaron Jones. AJ personally. Dillon. I would just be afraid with yeah. Aaron Jones that his touchdowns will not be as high as they were last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, his yard for carry is always around five. He's really, you know, he gets yardage. Very efficient. I would – I don't – it's tough because I guess Saquon Barkley is going to be someone's keeper even though he was yeah. out last year. Um, Jackson's someone's keeper too, right? Lamar Jackson. Definitely. I mean, yeah. he, he was yeah. he was like a ninth round pick last year, tenth round. He's like he's equal to two players and one pretty much with the rushing yards he gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know, Miles Sanders. I don't know if that's going to be a keeper for anyone. Probably not. I I'm pretty high on Miles <laughs> on Miles Sanders. Yeah, I think they have the option uh, to keep him. Because who's their second their second uh, running back? It's is it Boston, Boston Scott? Scott? Boston Scott. Yeah. yeah. I think Sanders is going to pretty much be a, a three down back uh, this year. I don't see him splitting carries with anyone. Like they had Jordan Howard last year, but later in the year, Miles Sanders was was on fire. So I, I would probably say Miles Sanders would be up there for sure. Yeah. I would love to draft it's him. It's either him, no or, him or Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Yeah, it's either him or Kenyon Drake. I don't know who I'm gonna who I'm gonna keep yet, but it's definitely I'm leaning running back for sure. Well, if you keep Drake, especially in the end of the first round. When did you get Drake? Did you get him through a trade? Free agency. I picked up him and Sanders off free agency. Yeah, so you're you're good with either one, because that'll dodge yeah. you what a tenth yeah. round pick or something, eighth round. No, it's any uh, pay. Oh, oh, minus two, two for free agents. Yeah, so here's okay. yeah, yeah, so I think I'd be keeping Drake in the fourth, and I fourth, think Sanders yeah. in the third. So I mean, I have options, and then I have uh, the end of the first round. So we'll see. Probably keep Miles Sanders, but yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, yeah, uh, Wolfman. Let's get to this uh, next question. Oh, uh. I don't know why you keep muting yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. This one's coming in from the commissioner. (laughs) This one's coming in from the commissioner, Matt Masucci. Matt Masudo. Matt Masucci, the commission. What's up, losers? Happy 4th of July. That kind of drapes this one. Thank you, Connor. Your favorite favorite commission has a question. Who is the person you don't want to see in the playoffs, and why is it me? Love, Mooch. Yeah, I have nothing against Mooch, so, yeah, no, you got it, Daddy. Yeah, well, again, I'll pick up where you said, um, I I mean, he's he's won the most. That's why I don't want to see him in the playoffs. I'm glad that he lost before. No, wait, I did beat him, I think. Did I? What I don't remember. Beat Connor. What a humble brag that was. Yeah, beat Con- <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I don't remember if I beat him or not, because I was like, I didn't want to, because I was like, oh, I didn't want to play him. I was going to say, thank God somebody else beat him before he got to play me, but I think I wound up beating him after I beat Connor. And then I beat Brendan. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I was nervous because he always has a good team and he's always in the playoffs and yeah, he's won the most. I mean, that's why I don't want to see him in there. 
Yeah, you just pulled a Thanos, by the way. I don't even know who you are. I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I I don't care if Mooch makes the playoffs. It's fine. I I don't want uh, bad Connor to make the playoffs um, because he's bad Connor. Um, I got a fatwa (laughs) on him. I was in the league for two years before I stopped being in this particular league, but I can tell you from keeping up with it, that's nothing. You don't. You'll be fine. You you you're gonna get your, <laughs> your wish is gonna come true. <laughs> yeah, because I actually yeah. want Connor to make it to the playoffs so I can beat him in the playoffs. That's the reason why. But I also don't want him to be in there because I like seeing him not in there. Right. So it's kind of like a. It's both ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it hurts uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's that I, easy. What it's an easy win. I'd say uh, Brendan is the person I don't want to see. More so now because yeah. he, he is CMC, and he gets to keep him in, I guess it would be the third round this year? No I way. Mean, that's, yeah, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure he was fourth in his fourth round, or his fourth round pick last oh, he year. Got him, he got him third last, last uh, year. So, so then it will be second, second this year. Which is still uh, not Still pretty yeah. good. So he just Fair has enough. room yeah. to get, you know, a lot of great players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't want to see yeah, Such in the playoffs. Yeah, either. Brent. Yeah, <laughs> Brendan or Mooch, I don't want to say. Yeah. Rulon, I'd uh, like to see in the playoffs, but Rulon makes it every year, <laughs> <laughs> and then quickly exits stage left. Hey, you put Rulon in the playoffs for that easy win. Rulon's the Cincinnati Bengals of like 2012 or whatever. They just made the playoffs <laughs> every year and just lost. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like, I was in the league. I'm oh, sorry. Go no, you go ahead. I was in the league two years. Both years I beat Rulon in the playoffs. <laughs> 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 Best ever. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's I, get uh, to the next question. Yeah. Next one. Right, so this is actually a double sided one for Moosh because we got another one here from him. Hey guys, me again. <laughs> Question for the pod. Why is it Connor freaks out at every trade I propose every year in fantasy football? Also, have you ever received a trade from Connor and never benefits your team, and he basically tries to sell your best player? From the pod, Mooch, Kamish. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Connor has an issue. Bad Connor has an issue. Um, pretty much with everything. Uh, he doesn't know how to download podcasts. He doesn't know how to, how to be cool with a trade. Um, doesn't I don't make know, a man. podcast. He's just, a <laughs> just a problem uh, character. He's like that I will say th- uh, thing in the league that you want to just <laughs> listen. Yeah, I will say, though, <laughs> he did approve my trade with Bree, even though at the time I felt like I was getting ripped off, but it wound up coming to help me since I traded David Montgomery and – who else did I trade? I forget who I traded away. But anyway, I got Stefan Diggs in return. And that actually wound up helping me win the championship. So thank you, Connor and Bray. Mostly Bray, because that was Bree's first ever first trade that ever she's ever trade. done. Turns them all down. And I was yeah, turns them all down. David Montgomery was wound up doing pretty decent after I traded him away. There's a couple games where I was like, damn, I should have held on to him. But hey, still made the playoffs and Stefan Diggs helped me win, so doesn't suck. an interesting one. If he, because he's with uh, what the hell's his name this year? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. 
that's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see in that. Kirk Cousins is definitely better than Josh Allen. So I think his numbers are going to drop. Oh, yeah. No, it's not even a question. People, uh, and by people I mean Rulon, always shit on Kirk Cousins. He had an unbelievable season last year statistically. Like probably they did. potentially the highest uh, accuracy rating over 4,000 yards. I don't think he's ever thrown less than 3,500 yards. Dude's a beast. Um, it's just Rulon. But yeah, he's <laughs> it's Kirk Cousins is a, is a monster. And Josh Allen has terrible accuracy. So he does. It's going to be Stefan Diggs was was uh, upset about the lack of targets over in Minnesota. He's going to be, in, I think, for a rude awakening. Yeah, um, well, he's going to get a lot of tar- he's going to get a lot of targets in Buffalo. They're probably just not going to him to the hands. So, yeah, they're going to be in the stands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be over his head. It's going to be interesting. I mean, he'll have yeah. good games for sure. He's just he's super talented. Josh Allen will throw a gem every now and then down the field. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I I'm not targeting. They got I, speed. I they got targets. speed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's get this next question. All right, yeah. so I think that's it from Matt Masudo, the uh, the commish. We got one coming from uh, oh, the strongest in the league with the uh, most amount of fake wins, Alex Martinelli. Um, <laughs> okay, so Alex says, "Hey guys, so pumped you read my question on the air. I have another question. Who are your favorite turn of the century philosophers, and how did you get so cute? Keep it up, love the pod." Obviously, I'm going to let you take this one first, Daddy. Turn of the century philosophers? <laughs> what does that, that even mean? <laughs> Funny enough, I was actually contemplating this myself. Does turn of the century mean that they were in their philosophical heyday as the century turned? Or were they just born? Like, at what point yeah, do you turn of the century? Is it when you're growing up? Or is it when you're you're philosophizing? What century are we talking about? Any turn, I think. Any so just like any philosopher, then like it could just be from like twelve hundred. I guess as let's long just, as it was. Let's like... just be honest. It's a it's a terrible question, and I think Alex just wanted to troll us. Um, I'm gonna go Kurt Vonnegut and and be done with it. Uh, how did I get so cute? I uh, I conditioned my beard. That's it. What do you use? Uh. <laughs> Uh, currently, I'm using Everyman Jack. It's also a face wash. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Two in one. Not a sponsor. Working on it. <laughs> I don't use. I don't use that conditioner for my beard. So if you want a before and after, mine is clearly superior, just all natural. And my favorite turn of the century philosopher is Cookie Capello. So that's where we're at with that. Solid pick. Question coming from. I fist bump dudes. Hey guys, long time, first time. If you could get fist bumped by any player ever, who would it be? Fist bumping dudes for life. <laughs> Sign off on that on that letter, just in case you weren't sure. That's a that's a great question, um, and that question was definitely not altered in any way. Um, I would probably fist bump. Man. Honestly, I gotta go with Fitzmagic. I just love that dude. He just, just seems so genuine, and he he just loves competing, and his beard is amazing. So, give me Fitzmagic. 
Yeah, I'm also going to piggyback off that a little bit. I'm going to go with the Secret Garden, Gardner Minshew. I think that dude, I would love to go and fist bump that guy and and grab a beer with him. Yeah. Any player, current or past, any player? Yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, Do your heart's content. I would probably go Lawrence Taylor. One, because I'm a Giants fan. And the dude loved to party, so. He did. I'd probably go Lawrence Taylor. My man partied a little too hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If I a humble he ended you, up in jail a couple of times, that's all right. <laughs> if I were to interject, I would just say I'm an Eagles fan. I'm also a mailman, but if I had to say Nick Bosa, watching him just in the playoff run that the Niners just did, Nick Bosa was just so much fun to watch play. I would fist bump that man. He looks like he had a good yeah, time yeah. out there. Yeah, he might shatter your uh, knuckles, though. I'm surprised you didn't say Nick Foles. I'm surprised, like, you had to talk back to me. Like, what's I'm a mailman. Like, what are we, you don't even know me, dude. He's just so humble. He, he always delivers. He always delivers. Really? Wow. That's your, that's your choice? <laughs> really? Aren't, aren't you a Giants fan? Like, what do you want from me? Go away. <laughs> Go away. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up because Nick is, Nick is losing his goddamn mind over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Albert, thank you for coming on. We love you, buddy. I hope I destroy you in the league. Um, and that's uh, that's gonna do it for us today. This was a this was a marathoner. Oh, that's uh, thank you, Albert, for for uh, joining us on the episode. We loved having you. Um, that's gonna do it for this episode of the First to Last podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FTLP0D for updates. As always, I'm Cookie. And I'm Daddy. And we'll see you next time. Bad mother.